Welcome to Soul by the Pound podcast. This podcast is a safe space designed to inspire and empower women of color to take personal responsibility in their health and mental wellness. So ladies, sit back and enjoy. This is our space. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Soul by the Pound podcast. Today, I have a special guest. Hi, Jamisha. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to Soul by the Pound podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. It is my pleasure. I'm excited to have you. Uh, I know I said a little bit of this before we started the interview, but I've been following you on my personal page on social media and like your from your videos to watching you blend drinks. I, like I literally am so inspired. So I definitely know our listeners are in for a treat today. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much. I'm super excited to be here and I am ready. Let's go. So one of my favorite parts, and I know I said this on before every single episode, but I'm and I'm never gonna get sick of saying it or doing it, but <laughs> my favorite part is the bio because I just love bragging on awesome Black women that are doing great things in health and wellness. So can I brag on you for a little bit? Well, sure. You sure can. (laughs) I like to give us our flowers. So Yes, I'm not mad at it. (laughs) (laughs) Janisha is the CEO of Community. Is that how you say it? Am I saying it right? Community, right? Yep, that's correct. Community Yoga. Spell K-E-M-U-N-I-T-Y yoga. She's also a motivational, holistic health coach and a certified yoga teacher. Jamisha has received her master's degree in nutrition education from American University in 2020 and is an expert in teaching others how to heal their mind, body, and spirit via yoga, understanding the energy that centers the body, and nutrition education. Towards the beginning of the pandemic, Jamisha completed a seven-day juice fast in 2020 where she experienced her greatest spiritual awakening and eliminated non-cancerous cysts from her ovaries. After dealing with such long and heavy menstrual cycles that will last three weeks at a time. Oh my goodness, girl. <laughs> yes, girl. Serious. <laughs> um, For real. Since then, she has been fasting every three months for the past two years. And the most rewarding accomplishment of this all is a 62-day, y'all heard that, 62-day master liquid fast from October 31st to January 1st of last year, where she experienced a profound and powerful transformation. Uh, that is so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't impressive when I was going through it. <laughs> Well, I gotta ask you literally, like I know in a little bit in your bio it touches on it, but really how did you get your start doing this type of work? You know, I feel like health and wellness, this life chose me, you know, a holistic health overall. Again, I'm a holistic health coach. And to be honest, everything just like led into each other. It's just, it was just like unfolding for me um throughout my journey. But it all started um I remember meeting this elder in Atlanta and he was telling me about um, like food and all of that good stuff. And, you know, he was a spiritual guy um, in Atlanta and uh, and he was telling me he was asked. We were talking about food and I remember him mentioning, like, do you eat a lot of chicken? And at the time I did. Um, that's when I first moved to Atlanta. I moved to Atlanta 2014. Okay. And um, he was saying, do you eat a lot of chicken? I was like, yeah. 
And um, he was educating me on the fact that, you know, they pump chicken with protein, or not proteins, with steroids and all of that. And I was like, oh, snap. So for me, and I'm a very inquisitive woman. And so I, you know, don't take people's word. You know, I like to do my own research. And I always encourage mm -hmm. anyone to do their own research. So nonetheless, you know, I... I went and just started studying on everything. And I was like, oh, snap, like, he's right. You know, like, I'm looking at articles, I'm doing everything. And so fast forward, I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna go vegetarian. So I went vegetarian and all of that, because I at the time I was experiencing heavy menstrual cycles, but I wanted it to be lighter. Mm -hmm. um, so fast forward, I ended up you know, starting yoga, my yoga practice and becoming certified at the same time, which was wild. I was okay. with a colleague of mine um, at a colleague of mine. Um, we were at a vegan restaurant and a guy came up to us and asked us, have we ever practiced yoga? Something I've always wanted to get into, but I just never got around to it. So I ended up going to the class and it ended up being, a, ended up being an ancient Egyptian comedic yoga class. And I said, oh, this is interesting. At the end of that class, you know, something inside of me woke up and it was like, it came alive. Like my, it's like my spirit started to stretch like, oh, here we are. This is where we need to be. And I'm like, oh, okay. So long story short, I ended up um, getting my master, or excuse me, I ended up uh, getting my certification okay. as a comedic yoga teacher. And while pursuing that certification, it was advised for us to go vegan. So, you know, I went vegan, you know, because I wanted to do the certification and all of that. So I did that, but I ended up staying vegan after that. I'm like, okay, you know, this is something that I can you can do. And I wanted to, again, find different ways of how to make my menstrual cycle lighter. I used to deal with heavy menstrual cycles. Mm -hmm. So fast forward uh, 2018, I found out that I had non-cancerous cysts on my ovaries. So I had ovarian cysts on my ovaries. Wow. Now, it was a it was a bittersweet type of day for me because one, I was finally able to put a name to what I was experiencing. So I was happy in that regard. But the bitter part came is when my doctor told me that I would have to undergo a procedure in order to eliminate those cysts. Mm -hmm. I asked her if there was an alternative. And she was just like, she was like, no, um, you're have to go, you're gonna have to go through this procedure. And she was telling me about you like. I'm going to interject on my own story. Like when you go to these like hospitals and deal with doctors, you know, unfortunately the way the Western society is like, they're only focused on, and I'm going to say it, I'm going to go on a limb and say it like money, mm -hmm. you know, and they're not really getting to the root cause of the mm -hmm. issue. Mm -hmm. They will get the money if I go through a procedure and not necessarily trying to provide me with other op options. And so nonetheless, um, she told me that and I declined. I respectfully declined and said, there has to be another way. I asked her if there was an alternative or a holistic route. And she told me no. She tried to scare me and saying, you know, my chances of having children and all of that. But everything inside of me, my, when I tell you my intuition was lit that day, mm -hmm. <laughs> my intuition was like, nah, it's there, there. listen, right. I know I know what she's saying, but what are you feeling? Right. And what I felt was no, that wasn't it. So I told myself, so I left there like with so many mixed emotions, you know, when I visit the gynecologist, I left with so many mixed emotions and, and I'm just like, okay, 
I'm willing to dedicate the rest of my life to figure out how to eliminate these cysts from my ovaries. Now, prior to then, I was studying different holistic health doctors. You know, I was trying different like, like vegan lifestyles. I was already vegan due to, you know, getting my yoga certification, but I was trying different. There's level to veganism that a lot of people don't know. There's alkaline vegan, there's transitional vegan, there's that 80, 20%, there's raw vegan, there's all of these different lifestyles when it comes to the vegan community. And so just because you're vegan, it doesn't mean that you're healthy. You can eat mm-hmm. all of the snacks and all of the things, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for your body. Right. So nonetheless, I went on that journey. So I told myself I'm going to dedicate the rest of my life to figure it out. That's I was like, I became a bull about all of it. I was like, I don't care what they're telling me. I'm going to figure it out. So fast forward from 2018 to 2020, when the pandemic hit, just like everybody else, my life flipped up down, flipped upside down. You know, we experienced all of this chaos around us with the world and with the news and the Black Lives Matter movement, all of that. And so mm-hmm. for me, um, my cousin ended up passing away. It was like all these traumatic events. Thank you. All these traumatic events were happening back to back to back. And so just in my life, you know, I was on the verge of losing my job, you know, I ended up uh, splitting with the guy that I was uh, dating at the time. The day that I got back from my cousin's funeral, I was falling behind on my master's program in school. It was just a lot. So after meditating one day, I was led to fast and not just any regular fast. I was led to, to go on a fast dedicated towards the chakras. And I was like, okay, this is interesting. And so what I did was I prepared for for an entire week for that fast. I reached out to family members and loved ones. I told them that, hey, I'm going to to be fasting. You're not going to hear from me, but everything is okay. So I deleted my social medias. You know, I just like what I I like to say, I fell off the face of the earth. That's what I like (laughs) to say. So I just fell off the face of the earth. You know, like I just like disconnected myself from everything. And I still had to work at the time when the pandemic hit, we all ended up working from home, of course. So I was doing that. But nonetheless, I was like limiting my time on communicating or just any with anyone and being on social media. But really, I was doing my job and then shutting down technology. So within seven days, I experienced the most transformational experience that I've ever experienced in my life. On one of the days I experienced what it seemed like an existential crisis, identity crisis, I ego death all in one. But in hindsight, 2020, it ended up being a spiritual awakening. I had my greatest spiritual awakening. It was like everything came to the surface, everything that I've suppressed over the years, every hurt, wounds, traumas, my shadow side, all demons, everything just, just came to the surface. And I'm just like that's a, that's a scary experience if you've never experienced a spiritual awakening. And so, but ultimately I realized the role that I played in people's lives and the role that they played in my life. I used to believe that I was that strong black woman, you know, that, that strong black woman trope where we have to be everything for everyone. And I would self-sacrifice, put my, put others before my needs. And that's the way that I believed how, I was only going to receive love by performing, like Mm -hmm. doing performative Mm -hmm. gestures and actions. So nonetheless, you know, I just, a huge reality just set in for me at that time. And I'm like, wow. And so fast forward on another one of the days, 
I experienced another level of peace that I've never experienced before. You know, I was so focused. I was in the ebb and flow of life. It was like I had complete harmony internally and externally. It was it was a, a profound experience and feeling. On another day of the fast, I lied to you not. I went to the restroom and these crazy looking things came out of me. And before I got excited, I was like, nah, what? let me Google. I went on Google real quick and I started looking up, like, what, what do cysts look like? What do they look like? And I was looking and I was looking and I said, oh my gosh, they look just like what I was finding, like ovarian cysts. I was like, oh my gosh. So lo, lo and behold, like, I didn't know like, you like that. Go ahead. <laughs> yes. When I tell you lo and behold, my sis came out of me. And when I tell you it was the happiest day of my life, I jumped up and down. I cried. I was in disbelief. I was in complete shock. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, you know, it was in, it was one of the happiest days of my life. And I was like, I finally found my answer Mm -hmm. as a byproduct. And I, I failed to mention this earlier, but you mentioned it in my bio. I went from having a menstrual cycle from three weeks to seven days. Mm. And I was like, wow, you know, in all of just going through this fast, it was it was so magical to me. And at the end of that fast, I realized it was the first time in my life that I truly filled up my cup and poured all of me into back into me. It was the first time that I loved myself. And I said, wow, you know, it's really powerful when you disconnect yourself from the world and everything around you and you just eliminate the noise and you really just go in and retreat with yourself and just be one with yourself and get to know yourself and see, hey, I'm facing my shadows. I'm facing the darkness within me, like everything that I've been suppressing for so long. Now I have time to really sit with myself and see what do I look like internally? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it was so profound. So since then, fast forward, you know, I quit my corporate job and I went on this journey to to help other people who are dealing with this because I want them to experience that feeling that I felt. I want them to experience the level of peace that I attained that that day, that during that week. It, w- it was so profound to me because something I also failed to mention was at the end of the fast, I said, I want other people to feel this. Mm-hmm. It, it was so powerful because one of the one of the days I was just meditating and it felt like I was just being filled with divine love in my spirit. And I couldn't explain the feeling, but I know that it was a spiritual divine experience. Like it's something that I never felt before. And I said, wow. And I just sat there and meditated and it felt it was a different feeling. And, and I, so it was a prof, profound and powerful experience. And since then, I've created uh, a fast for my business. And I also run a personal brand specifically for women, Black women, women of, women of color. And now I created a fast for womb health as well. So I, based off of just this one experience, I just created an experience for other people to go through what I went through. I couldn't quite understand why I was doing all of this journaling and documenting, but I didn't really, in hindsight, 2020, I was, I exactly, I was preparing so that I can teach others how to get through the same darkness, how to get through the pain, how to release, to let go. Because as I was shedding off of the the weight spiritually and energetically and emotionally, I, my body was doing that resetting as well. Like everything just, what I like to say is like, it was like my whole mind, body, and spirit did a factory reset. Mm-hmm. It was like, finally, finally, you 
you are sitting down and you are tending to your spirit. Finally, you are you are you're stopping yourself from being caught up in the noise and finally you are sitting still. So now I can heal. And yep. all we needed you to do is to love yourself and to pour into you. I love it. Yeah, I, I'm, like, I'm, I'm like jotting notes while you talk. First of all, you tell this story like I'm literally picturing everything from like me too. I went back to the moment for a moment for it. Like I went back and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm on this. I, I'm on this. I'm, I'm on this end, and I'm like, whoa! Like this is like a TV show. But it's one thing I'm like writing notes as you are talking, and one thing I really want to kind of make stand out for our listeners is. The first thing that you said when you got the news, when you went to the hospital was like, well, my intuition was like, that's what, number one thing I think I really want to stand out for our listeners is, you know, when you have that intuition that something's not right, not stopping there. Like you didn't just say, okay, doctor, give me the procedure. But you're like, nah, like trusting your inner voice is like yes. so essential. And literally it changed your entire life. Like literally trusting that voice. So intuition was one thing I put stars around. Um, <laughs> you were persistent with finding a solution. I put that down. And then I kind of, and I wrote alignment because when you think about how you took something that's happened to you and now you're sharing this with other women, like that's mm-hmm. alignment. You know what I mean? So those are things yeah. I was thinking of while you were speaking, which is amazing. Um, that's beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. yeah. Now you specifically work with, um, Black, you like specifically target Black women and helping them in regards to womb health. What is the one thing that you wish? Because you do do one thing I love about your content is that you do a lot of videos and a lot of like from like your you show people you like making recipes and blending yep. all those things. Like, what would you suggest to some of our listeners who are Black women and women of color that are literally trying to get healthier lives? Really. In all honesty, I also, so I got my master's in nutrition education. And at the end of the day, it it really starts with what you put in your body. Mm -hmm. Like I know it's cliche and all of that, but it's it's the truth. You know, it is what you put in your body. Now, as for me, I went vegan. So, you know, I was putting in the good things in my body and I was seeing results on in other ways. Like, you know, I was healthy and all of that. It was just that my wound was, was unhealthy. What I've learned on my journey is that, um, which is important to me and which I teach to anyone that I can, that I come in contact with or that I deal with or coach. We live in a Western society where we leave out the spirit. Mm-hmm. Like we, we focus on the, the mental, mental health therapist. You go there. Good. You're good. Your physical health. You go to the doctors. They treat the symptoms, not the issue. But we leave out the spiritual aspect and not in regards to like going to a mosque or to a church or anything of that nature. I'm referring to my our actual spirit. Like we we are we don't know how to take care of the health of our spirit because we are not taught in the Western society. Now, other societies got it right. We are just kind of behind on that. So that is the part that's important. It doesn't matter at the end of the day, you can go and get a surgery, go undergo, let's say you went the other route, the opposite route that day if you were me in my shoes. And you said, okay, you know, I'm going to get this surgery. But if you don't research, if you don't know about your condition or any of the, anything of that nature, you you don't, you don't wouldn't know that if there's a high chance that those cysts or those fibroids, if you're dealing with fibroids, they can come back. 
Mm-hmm. So now you cut up your body and with a, a high chance that you can actually get it again. And what what they don't teach us in the Western society is that you have to deal with the root of the problem. Everything starts energetically on a spiritual level and then it manifests mentally and then into your physical body. That's how it works. So if you don't get to the root problem and deal with your emotional wounds, trauma and heal at an emotional level, then you're going to experience these recurring experiences of dis-ease in your body. So you have to be healthy and well emotionally. You got to heal. You got to face yourself. You got to address yourself. And so that's what I would tell women like, yeah, eat healthily, but also do the hard work. Yeah. Do, do the work, the real work that we all run from. And I, I get why we run from it, but it's essential. If you plan on breaking generational curses, come on now. Have so <laughs> yeah you know I'm like I literally feel like I could weave all of these episodes from the podcast together because I've tried to bring a diverse group of women that are black women that work in health and wellness and it's funny how all of these are woven into each other so we did an episode called generational health instead of just generational wealth generational health and yeah. genetically you know we had a um Dr. Allie on and she was saying like genetically stuff that we don't heal in ourselves we literally pass on to our children and I think we underestimate like you know we think of like just okay I'm gonna eat clean just like you said I'm gonna eat healthy I'm gonna eat clean I'm gonna do all of these things but we forget those energies those unhealed wounds trauma all of that stuff does have an impact so I'm glad that you touched on that like yeah definitely no and that's that's true though I'm not sure if she spoke on this but the epi epigenetics, I believe. Yeah. Uh, did she, yeah. Epi- keep going. No, keep yep. going. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's literally what it is. Like the mm-hmm. epigenetics, like you're passing that down. So you don't realize you got these traits that every time, you know, even when you're you're wanting to be successful or go on a journey or breaking generational uh curses when it comes to stepping out of what your family has done and creating wealth for yourself. Mm-hmm. You Genetically, you are genetically wired to combat anything that is out of the norm. So you actually have to heal at a cellular level and restructure your genes and your cells so that not your genes, but restructure your cells and tell yourself like, hey, we're going to do this because you're energetically and spiritually, everything is going to keep you from moving forward. So as that's why affirmations are important. That's why eating healthily is important because all of these things are going to raise your vibration and frequency. So it's going to raise you from a level that you are used to. You're going to surpass that level. And now you're able to move forward into eating healthier, being healthier, sticking to habits, breaking generational curses, being an entrepreneur and what have you. So all of this is holistic health. It's mind, body, and spirit. You cannot have one without the other as they are interdependent of each other. So yeah. Absolutely. No, you're absolutely right. I think we underestimate how really all of those things really tie into each other. And I'm glad you touched on affirmations. You always do like those videos on your page. Yes. Oh, that's my thing, girl. <laughs> And you know, I, I try to do it. I will be the first to say I'm not the best at it because I, I do believe that the way you speak to yourself is definitely mm-hmm. your inner voice and it definitely has an impact on your health. And like, yes. I notice when I don't feel well, I'll write out like three things that I want to speak it to myself and I'll put it like, I'll tape it on the mirror in my bathroom. I'm like, all right, all week for oh, a week. I love that. Yeah, like for a week, <laughs> you're going to say this to yourself. And it definitely... 
um, has an impact. What is one mm-hmm. thing, because I wish I knew that sooner, what is one thing you wish you knew sooner on your journey, on this holistic journey and impacting so many women? What is one thing you wish, like, dang, I wish I knew this earlier. I would have started it. You know, like, what was that thing? To be honest, quite frank, the, the whole conversation, uh, <laughs> fat, I would fast. <laughs> Okay. I, I I would have if I would have known that I could change my life off of fasting, I would have incorporated it sooner into my life. But I didn't know, but that's the beauty of you know, going on a journey. Just we're all on a part of me, we're all on individual journeys and we have choices to we have a choice to take a limited amounts of paths in our lives to get to where we need to be. For me, like I said, this health, holistic health life chose me. Like everything just seemed so fitting. Like I was my, I am my own success story so that I can teach others how to get through it as well. Like I've, I've been through so much within these past few years from the pandemic. And when I tell you like the, the story unfolds, you think that you reach a certain level and you'll be hit with surprises, you know, but that's the beautiful thing about it because when you turn around and you look back to see how far you've come, you would be so proud of yourself and anyone out there, you, you should be proud of yourself to be where you are right now. You have to understand you overcame so many obstacles and you are here today. Like that, that's a blessing right there. Give thanks and show gratitude. But what what was the question again? I'm so sorry. But you got me writing in. I'm waving my hand. I'm like, (laughs) Because I think we get so, like, going back to this whole Western way of thinking, we get so caught. Like, if you think about even how time is here versus in other cultures, Western culture is so obsessed with time and where I'm at next. You get so far where I want to be that we're not, like you said, giving gratitude and thanks for where we currently are. Like, I think we kind of, we don't even live in the presence right now. Like, we're literally always thinking about the next thing, the next task. Oh, I got to get to this. Oh, I'm supposed to have this. So you're right. We got to give ourselves gratitude and speak that of ourselves as we go through this. So I don't even remember. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's true. But I do want to say something to that really quickly. Like at the end of the day, like I'm still having a human experience as well. We're all are. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. So every day is not perfect for me. But what I found that works for me is like, because I can also get caught up in that that hustle and bustle and also on the go. But then I literally have to make myself and tell myself, no, mm-hmm. right now we're going to sit down and we're going to breathe. Mm-hmm. We're going to be present in the moment. Let's ground ourselves. Because if I feel like I am, you know, in the matrix, like I like to say, I'm like, all right, sis, you got to unplug and let's ground because we got to come back into alignment. So it's work. You have to choose yourself every single day. This isn't something I didn't just have that experience and that was it. No, I got to be consistent with this. I got to choose my, some days are better than others, but I got to consciously choose myself every single day and say, hey, Jamesia, you matter. Mm -hmm. You are important. And I need you to know that. So I need you to pour into yourself right now. I know you got like a million things going on, but let's stop and pour into ourselves. Let's give thanks, show gratitude, and let's hype ourselves up because you're doing a wonderful job. Mm -hmm. You know, I can be hard on myself, just like a lot of people are hard on themselves. And that's completely normal because we live in such a society that put pressure on us. And perfection is this thing that is so weird to me. Like we we push perfection in the society, but nobody's perfect. So 
so much. It's so weird. It's so weird to me. And I'm just like, so why are we falling into this? Like, Mm -hmm. no, you have to say every word correctly. You got to do this all the time. No, no. Now for me, I'm naturally like um, uh, a high energy, like, you know, positive person. So that's my temperament. But I have my days too. I have my days when I'm not feeling well, but that's when I speak life into myself. Mm -hmm. When I tell you, like the way that I motivate on social media is the way I motivate me. I know it sounds wild, but I have to be that for me. That's the key, key, honestly, because so I'm glad you touched on it because that's something that I personally have struggled with. Like online, I could be like online in person in real life. I will motivate everyone. And don't even do that to myself. Like, like oh, China, you miss. Oh, China, like fix this, do this. Like, I yes. really never. I was like, how do you do so much for? How do you love on people and not love on yourself the same exact yeah. way? And my love language is words of affirmation. I love cards. Oh. I love for people to tell me what I mean to them. And I'm like, why you don't do that to yourself, girl? Like, China, do it to yourself. Tell yourself yeah. how beautiful you are. Tell yourself how happy you are. I think. uh recently and I'm going back to the affirmation thing recently I did affirmations because I just incorporated that in my life like consistently and I told myself I'm proud of you and then I started crying I'm like I don't think I've ever told myself I'm proud of myself and you know what that to me because you know when I before when I just started doing affirmations like when I was new new that is natural because that's your, to me, you know, I'm very like poetic and stuff, but to me, it feels like it's, it's like your soul saying, thank you for seeing me. Aww, thank you. Thank you yeah. for recognizing me. <laughs> like you, you recognize, look, I'm getting emotional now, but you recognize, <laughs> you recognize everyone else and you speak life and you show, show them the reflection of them by you being you. And I need you to turn that, that mirror and I need you to look at yourself in the mirror and say that to you because you matter too. Yeah. The same beauty that you recognize in someone else is the same beauty that's in you. And I just need you to speak life into yourself. And so that you know that because you don't need validation from anyone. I don't know. Look, I'm just like, now I'm going in spirit and I'm speaking right now. So let me stop, but go ahead. (laughs) I was, you know, like, do you remember back in the days when you go to an event? Well, I don't know how you were, but I was thinking back in the days you go to an event and then someone will drop a real powerful line. We'd be like, tweet that. Like, we'll shout out, tweet that. Like, That's a tweetable line. That is a tweetable line. <laughs> then your soul saying, thank you for seeing me. That's powerful. God, I goosebumps yeah. on this end. And that's so true. Oh. Okay. When I tell you, I'm I'm really like this whole interview. I'm being led by spirit right now. I I can feel it, so that's why I'm just on fire right now. But I'm I with love you. <laughs> I love it, and I feel your energy too. Because you would have thought we didn't talked about this before. Like I know, girl. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. <laughs> right. So to the listeners out here, we have never met. I just been following online, and the vibe is good. Okay, let yeah. me ask you this though, real quick. Going back to yep. fasting, this wasn't one of the original questions, but I do want to. What would yeah. you say is like a fasting for dummies for those who want to get started? Like, what are your like tips and trips, tricks and hacks of the trade? Because I do want, I am curious about that. Yes. Well, I just shameless plug, but a plug. Actually, it's not shameless. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so I have a fast coming up, y'all. Like okay. uh, literally you can sign up today, pre-register today. The It starts uh, next week, but it's the, the first week. It's just preparing you for it mentally, emotionally, and also like getting the necessary tools. But um, the tips that I would give 
So there are different types of fasts. You know, you can go on a dry fast, which I, you know, uh, that's just like nothing, but that's not something that is like long-term or anything. You could do a dry fast. You could do a, a water fast. You could do a, a juice fast. And that's specifically the type of fast that I went on. Okay. Um, or you can do like, you could do intermittent fasting where you, um, for example, you may only, you don't eat from sun up and, um, or when it's daytime, but when the sun goes down, when the sun sets, you, you may eat or something like that. So there are several different types of fast. So that's where I would start. Okay. Now, if you are new to fasting, um, when I was new, new, I started off just doing like a three day water fast. Now that I'm not going to lie. Y'all that was, that was painful. <laughs> Like right. literally, this is this is what I tell everyone. Once you make it past the third day, it's a wrap. It's mm-hmm. a wrap because your mental clarity, like you, you even fasting any type of fast that you do, like once you make it past the third day, your your mind is so sharp. Everything I I what I like to say is your senses um, increase. Like your intuition is on a hundred. When I tell you, like I'm already naturally an intuitive woman. Mm-hmm. I'm already naturally. So I remember like one of my fasts that I went on. I remember my sister called me and it kind of scared her too. Um, she was just like, Oh, I gotta tell you something. I saw, oh what? Da-da-da-da-da. She said, How How did you do that? <laughs> right. She was just like, What's your fasting self or whatever? Cause she know like so, but it's a thing though, like you your your um senses increases, like increase, you are like sharper, you are like in tune, like you're in, in real life alignment with nature. You're in the ebb and flow of life and you are just, to me, it's like I'm floating, you know, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, so um, it's it's an energy thing because I focus on energy and community yoga. I teach energy. Uh, I te- teach about the chakras. And for those of you who don't know, chakras are wheels of energy that make up our life force. And so we all have them. They're in- invisible but we do have them. And so I teach how to recognize them, how to know when they're not in alignment. And that's what my fasting is all about. Now, I created a womb health uh, fasting program that um, only focuses on the, the sacral chakra that is dedicated towards our, our womb. Okay. However, in community yoga, we talk about all of the chakras. So like, I'm really big on educating from that perspective because you have to start with the spirit energetically and then work your way to the mental and physical so that you can see what's really going on. I love it. You are one cool black girl. <laughs> I love hearing this kind of stuff. Um, yes. So what's next to come? So you have the fastest coming. Like what else yes. is to come for your program? Because I know like, this is a community that is ever growing. Like what's next for you? Yes, girl. Well, the fast. So for those of you who are listening, we would have already started the fast. However, you have the opportunity to start whenever you would like, because that the program is now going to be on evergreen. So make sure that you click. And when you are ready to, to get your mind, body and spirit, right. Definitely. I'm sign up for that because it is an, an adjustment that you will have to make within the first Three days you are required to stay home. So if you can make that happen, I would sign up if I were you. Um, aside from that, doing a lot of more of these like uh, podcasts, speaking engagements. Um, I'm in the speaking industry as well. Um, so That's I have been doing. <laughs> I have. I love. And as you can see, I love to talk. So like I love connecting with people. This is something that brings me joy. So. I know you like this girl can talk. I can, sis. Um, I enjoy connecting with like women like you and 
you know, other podcasts, like I had other podcast interviews earlier this week, like, so doing more of those and speaking engagements, just to share my stories in hopes to inspire women to get on their healing journey and to truly take it serious. Because when you heal, you heal those around you. Absolutely. And it's, and it's not just about you. So, yeah. Absolutely. I think so much. And I'm glad that you said that when you heal yourself, you heal those around you. Because I think sometimes when it comes to like getting like, when it comes to wellness, when it comes to spending time with yourself, when it comes to grounding yourself, I think a lot of times, um, those who are new to it, we feel like we're being selfish. And you feel like mm. that's that part of being selfish is wrong. You know what I mean? Like we're taught to, like you said earlier, we talk to have the cape on all the time as black women. And I think overall, now I think I know overall, once you start to heal yourself, you're right. You heal everybody around you because number one, your mood is different when you're eating the right things and you're grounding yes, yourself. Girl. Not <laughs> You know, recently my uh, recently my brother sent me a text. He's like, "You've had an attitude for the last couple times I called you." <laughs> and I went to the doctor, and they were like, "Oh, this and this and this is going on with you." And you don't even know. Like sometimes our, yes. our mood is different, our attitude is different. We're not, you know, we already talked about genetic health, all of those things when we're not healing ourselves. So I'm glad you said that. This literally taking care of yourself is literally is going to impact everyone around you. So very, very much so. The more that you love yourself and pour into yourself. You actually become magnetic to people. You yeah. you now people are like, wow, like what are you doing differently? And what are you doing? Cause I want some of that. Like literally, like, yeah, like seriously, like eating healthily, pouring into yourself, making sure that you're reducing your stress levels and just in a peaceful environment raises your frequency and vibration. We live in such a heavy world. Mm -hmm. So when you, it, it sucks because the, the norm is to be negative and they look at people crazy who are always happy. That's, That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> like why so are yeah. you smiling about? Like, right. Like, what is she like? No. And, and for, for those of you out there, because I am like, I naturally do have a, a, like a positive and high vibrational temperament, but what like people think like, Oh, like don't, these people don't have problems. No, they do. We just handle them differently. Mm -hmm. I know at the end of the day, like I can only control my attitude, my energy, how I speak to myself and all of that. That is what I control. Anything outside of me, I cannot control is it's going to be what it's going to be because either way it's working in my good for my highest good, no matter what it looks like. So yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> that's another yes. tootable line. Oh, um, yeah. okay. <laughs> so one way that we, I mean, you gave so many jewels today and I'm pretty sure that everybody's will after they get off, like, okay, affirmation, let me go get me a juicer off the of Amazon. Like, is this what it's yeah. doing to you? Like, is click this what it's doing? Click the link in my bio to get a, a juicer if you're interested. Oh, you got it on your, okay. I'm, I'm including all your information. You got the juicer. You got the fast. How long is the fast on, on your program? Oh, yes, yes. So it's, it's the actual fasting part is seven days. However, the experience is 21 days. Oh. So because I walk you through it, like I show you to taper in the first week. You're going to start tapering your food, meaning that you're going to do a process of, of elimination of the food until you get to the point where you're not eating anything and you're straight drinking liquids, juicing, herbal teas, and water. And um, then you go through the fasting experience, and then I show you how to uh, 
wean yourself back onto food slowly because it's a process because you can go through all of that and damage yourself if you try to jump right in and eat a burger the next day. It doesn't work that way. Oh. You got to slowly work your way because you now your your stomach has shrunk <laughs> now. So if you try to you actually harm your organs. So you you literally have to to follow certain steps in order to like get back into alignment with the food that you're eating. And everything changes after that. Your life completely changes after a fast. Like your taste buds are different. So the food that you used to eat, you may lose the taste or the desire to eat it because you realize, oh, this is really not that good. Um, so your palate changes. It's like your lifestyle. Like I know for me, when I say I've been uh, fasting now, it's been two and a half years. June will be three years. I've been consistently fasting every three months. If not three months, it'll be four. But it's been every three months, I'll do a juice fast. And I have a, a different experience every single time. But what I've learned is that you have to be mindful of your energy. It, this fast shows you how to be in tune with yourself. Oh, and I so, you know, like, seriously, like, you know, like, like, you know, like, I know myself right now. Like, I know my, what my body is trying to tell me because our body is always communicating with us. I know uh, what's good for me, who's good for me, who's not good for me, based off of how I feel energetically. It's a powerful thing. So, yeah, I don't even know the question, but I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> no, that was good, actually. Because I want to touch, I do want to touch on one thing. Speaking of that, you had like a thing recently you posted about brain health. And you were like making, what was it like? A, it wasn't a smoothie, it was a juice, right? It was a juice, yes. Okay. So tell what is that like? How did you even know about that, number one? And number two, how does that, like, how does it change your brain health? Like, what, like, tell me the experience. Give the no, definitely. <laughs> well, no, for me, I'm always, re like, I'm in the health and wellness industry. Like, I'm naturally an inquisitive person. So I'm always researching articles and just looking at different things in regards to our health and how to optimize our health. And so like the brain is everything like that's like when we're not getting oxygen to the blood, that's when you start to experience issues and disease in the body. We want to make sure that we're getting oxygen in, in our blood so that we can get oxygen in our brain, you know? So mm -hmm. like the blood is important and our brain is important. And this is how we are going to help, help us get to our optimal health. So I was just doing a, a juice fast. Like I just like to do different, um, juices to to educate people on why it's important to juice overall at the end of the day when you're doing the juice fast you like i was saying earlier you're restructuring your at a cellular cellular level so you're you're changing like your cells because your cells are naturally going to regenerate because you're not eating food your cells have they need to regenerate by something so you're putting the nutrients in with the juice so now you're getting the benefits it's going straight to your bloodstream that is the reason why you can increase your vi vibration and your energy and your frequency levels because you're only ju juicing, drinking herbal teas and drinking water. So now your body is like, wow, that's the one reason why you're able to your body's able to heal and reset itself. I would suggest to incorporate fasting into your lifestyle so that you can naturally give your body a break. It's important for us to give our bodies a break because Americans are uh, the number one killer in America is heart disease. Heart disease. In, the, yeah. in the black community, the black community is the highest risk group who's at the highest risk of heart disease. Out of the black community, black women are the highest. Mm -hmm. So 
in all of this, I learned this when I was getting my master's in nutrition education. And during that program, it saddened me because when I learned, we would learn about different diseases. Unfortunately, we would always be ranked in the top percent of the group who's who has a high risk or impact on this the disease we were learning about. So to me, it was wild, you know, and that's a whole nother story within itself. But I wanted to be the one to help our community, you know, at least make a difference by just me showing people juicing, hey, this is important. So I like to show on different parts of the body how to uh, cleanse the the body, like the liver with juicing, how to do a, a kidney juice cleanse, you know, and I, all of that is on my page. You could just go on my page and, hey, what organ do I need to cleanse? Oh, my kidneys? All right, what do I need to drink? And I show you, and it's in the description as well. So, um, yeah, I was just yeah. using an um, organ to uh, work on for that oh, day. Well, I'm going to definitely include your information in the bio of this episode, but also I'm encouraging everyone to go on the page. Like you can use it as a glossary. Like you did all the research. Like, okay, this is for braille. Okay. This is for kidneys. Cause I think we forget how much um, of an impact that food does have on our mood, our mental, our energy, our spirit, all of those things. So I'm so happy you touched on that. Um, Well, here's, here is the last question. So at the end of every episode, we have what we call a soul star tip. And this tip, because we call our community of soul by the pound, they're soul stars. Um, and this soul star tip is a tip that our um, guests normally provides for our listeners that once they listen to this episode, they can take immediate action. So what is that soul star tip that you want to provide for our listeners that as soon as they finish this interview, they could go and just take off with this oh just one we can get multiple (laughs) okay all right um one tip that i would say is to get a journal and start writing how you feel that that's one tip processing your emotions like the the average person in, in america we're not doing that we're not taking the time to process our emotions and to actually critically think and to be emotionally intelligent before we make decisions and actions. So I would say journal, get a journal and start, start writing. You know, um, I know for me, when I do it, it's just, it's great because you will feel a a relief and it's energetically transferring that heaviness that you're carrying at, in your spirit. Absolutely. So, that, that's one thing. Um, the other thing is start juicing, y'all. Start yes, juicing. Yes. You know what's yes. so funny? Because I, I have the little, I have the little almond bag. You know the bags where you pour. Yep. Yeah. The cheese cloth. I, yeah, that's what it's called. Okay. So I have that because I was making celery juice one time and I saw it off of Instagram. I'm like, oh, I could just buy the bag. Anyway, you got me inspired. We're going to do these seven days because I'm excited about the. I'm going to look into this program. With yes. You. Um, But I'm like, okay. I, I literally, while you were talking earlier, I'm like, I got to get me a real juice set. Like if I'm going to do this, I got to get a real juice set and get excited about it. So I'm glad that you included that as something to take action. So that's the call to action to all of our listeners. Get you a journal. And get the juice in. So I love that. <laughs> yes. And even if you don't do my program, regardless, at the end of the day, I still want to encourage you to start like juicing for real, y'all. And I'm not just saying it because that's what I'm pushing. It's just that everyone that I know, even if you go on social media today, you will see the difference in the energy of the people who juice 
and the people who don't juice versus the people who yeah. don't juice. Yeah. You can energetically see a difference. And that's because it raises your vibration and, and frequency and your energy. Like if you're not feeling well, if you're dealing with depression, juice. And I know you're like, what? You yes. If you're dealing with depression, juice. If you're dealing with anxiety, juice. There's a there's a juice for depression. There's a juice for anxiety. There's different types of juices for the energy, the emotions that you're feeling. Emotions mm -hmm. are energy in motion. Now, if energy is in motion and you have the ability to change whatever experience that you're feeling right now that's unfavorable by juicing because what it do, what does it do it raises your energy your mm -hmm. vibration your frequency so now you're not going to be feeling those uh, those experiences I'm not saying you won't ever but what i'm saying is you have a way to raise out of that 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 emotion or that feeling by what you put in your body because you literally are what you eat that's so, so yeah. true you don't real stop, quick side. I remember I was in therapy. Now I'm listening to you and I'm thinking of this. She, I was like, oh, I was today was a long day. She was like, did you have anything green today? Like, did you have a salad? Did you have a green juice? Like something you need to put in your body. I, like, we forget about how much those tie into each other. So I'm glad you. It touched does, me. and that's why I'm doing this work because I want to make the uncommon connections common. Absolutely. Ah, yeah, so. this is such a good interview. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I thank you so much, Janicia, for coming thank on this you. interview. This was definitely you, so good. And I am going to definitely include all your information because I know for a fact that when this episode goes live, our listeners are going to be like, okay, what next? What to do? I'm going to remind them to use your page as a glossary, as a Google, as a Wikipedia, because you do address so many things. And I thank you so much for your work for women of color. I really do. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you to our listeners as well for listening to another episode of Soul by the Pound podcast. We look forward to talking with you soon. Bye.